here from the Service Industry Podcast, and today we have a podcast and we are talking about digital marketing and specifically social media marketing. And today we're going to debunk the myth that social media marketing doesn't work for service companies. And more so, we're not trying to you know, sell you on the idea that it works, but we just want to educate you on not only why it works, but how it works and uh, kind of basically what the objection is when you are marketing your business on social media. It's not always about getting sales. And so we're going to go into that here shortly. Uh, today, I got Mitch here with me. Mitch runs all of our social media ads and AdWords here at Service Industry Marketer. So I thought it would be valuable to have him on the podcast uh, as he's going to probably go a lot deeper than me into some of these subjects today. Uh, but really to get started, uh, why it's important to be on social media. Well, first off, Facebook alone, obviously everybody's eyes are on Facebook now. Um, you know, it doesn't matter what generation you're part of, there's a great chance that person has a Facebook. And to start off, uh, when you're on social media, your one goal here is to build an audience. You want to build basically an audience of people that are constantly seeing your brand, your ads, your specials, whatever you're doing on there. And your, your goal is to build that audience and capture them. And the second thing is to develop a brand for cheap. And that's the great thing about social media right now. I can't speak for it you know, a year from now or five years from now. But as of right now, Facebook ads are by far probably some of the cheapest ways to advertise your company and develop a brand. And so really we're gonna dive deeper into that later, but to get started, the one thing that we always hear uh, our clients talk about is, you know, they'll say, hey, we boosted, you know, we boost our posts or we post on Facebook and we don't really get that good of a response or a return or we don't get that many jobs. And so we really wanna dive into organic versus paid ads. What does that mean? What does that look like? Uh, and you know, really, I'll start off on the organic part. It's it's just very simple. You have a Facebook page for your business. Maybe you update it daily with photos of your crews or, or what's going on at your office or uh, maybe you're running specials. Um, that's an organic post. Uh, having some of your, your friends maybe on your personal page like your business page, um, you're organically growing that way. Word of mouth, maybe you're asking your clients to like your page. That's all organic growth and that's really good. It's important. But that's not really what we're talking about and that's not what we do for our clients. There's definitely value in that, but there's a lot more value in the paid and I'll let Mitch kind of dive into that. Yeah, yeah, so I'm not gonna bore you with you know going too far in depth here, but uh, we are gonna go a little in depth, so stay with us. But So warm versus cold, first of all. Um, so even if you're boosting an ad or if you're trying to specifically target um, somebody specific, it's warm versus cold. So when you're doing that, that's a cold audience. So obviously if you know anything about sales, it's warm versus cold. Cold is a lot harder to make um, than buy from you on the first touch. I think it's four to seven touches um, on average for them to be able to buy from you. So warm versus cold. Cold is just that targeting. Um, warm, there's three ways we're gonna talk about warm targeting today. And if you don't have these, or if you're not able to create these, it should definitely be one of your guys' business goals to be able to do these. So three things are email campaigns, website followers, and video views. If you're not doing videos, you have to be doing videos. Um, so the difference between boosting your post and targeting your post is boosting is just very generic. You're not able to get in depth and it's you're going to a cold audience. That's pretty much the point warm so you can create a custom audience of your we'll start with email campaigns 
if you have a database of people, you are able to upload that database into Facebook and you're able to retarget those people. Some people might say, well, why would I do that? If, if you're already sending out you know, database campaigns, um, why would I need to target them again on Facebook? Well, if you don't know, email only has a 15 to 30% open rate. So even if you're sending out all those campaigns, only 15 to 30% of them are going to be opening your emails. So when you upload your email campaign onto Facebook, you're able to retarget them. And the way it works on Facebook is you'll see about 30 to 70% of your um, list will be targeted onto Facebook. That's because Facebook matches that email and their information with their Facebook information. So realistically, you're not gonna ever be 100% on those, but you are gonna be up to 30 to 70%. So if you have a thousand clients, you're gonna be able to target them on Facebook 300 to 700 of those. Yeah, and that's because, I mean, it, let's say you have an email for a client, that may not be the same email they use to sign up their Facebook account, but what you're saying is 30 to 70% of those are going to be accurate as far as email addresses go to match with their Facebook. So if you guys have an email address of a client, you plug it into your Facebook campaign, um, you know, think how powerful that is. Maybe you just service somebody's house, uh, you sent them a thank you email, now you put them in your Facebook, and now, you know, however often they're seeing you on Facebook, it's just like pure branding. You're showing up overnight. Overnight, you're a huge business to them because you're everywhere. Exactly. And a couple things to be careful for. Well, one, if you're not doing email campaigns or you're not collecting your customers' emails, this is a, a perfect example on why you need to be. So, but if you are and you are running campaigns, you have to be careful that if they unsubscribed from your campaign, that you do not include those people in your email list on Facebook mm. because they requested to not receive your information. And especially with everything that went on with Facebook recently with you know data breaching and everything, you gotta be careful that if they requested to be unsubscribed that you do not include them in your database. Um, so that's email campaigns. There's a lot of other stuff you can do with those as well, but we'll keep going. Website followers. If you have a website or if you don't have a legit website, you need one and here's another reason why. Um, and we'll start with this. With your website, it starts to be able to create these custom audiences. You need your Facebook pixel installed in your website and so that's a two-step process. What is a pixel? A pixel is just like code. It's code that is you, impl you implement it into your website and it tracks everybody that's been on your website. So, okay, gotcha. So that's just real simple. So you copy the Facebook code and you implement it into your website's header. Now that will track everybody that's been on your website. Mm -hmm. So now for Facebook, for website followers, and there's a lot of different things you can do with this, and there's a lot of different pixels. You have your main pixel, but then you have events, leads, all you have like nine to 10 different categories of pixels that you can, with a separate code that you can implement on there. So say you have a checkout page or you have your um, opt-in page and you wanna see who's opted in, that's separate from somebody that's just been on your website. Hmm. So you can segment your, your audiences. So you, uplo you upload your Facebook pixel and two, you're gonna wanna get a Chrome extension and that is, so once you put your pixel in, you're able to go on Chrome, go to your website and the extension will tell you if your pixel is running and it's active. Hmm. So that's really beneficial to know that your Facebook pixel is working. So once it's working, now you know anybody that's gone to your website, you'll be able to see how many visitors, all the data, and you'll be able to implement that into Facebook. So after you got your pixel done, you're gonna wanna create some custom audiences based on where people are at on your website. So if you have a generic um, 
pixel and you want to target just anybody that's been on your website you can do that through a custom audience and through your Facebook pixel but if you want to get more in depth you can create one of those nine to ten variations of the pixels you can put say you put it you have a thank you page that it sends them to after they've opted in you're gonna put that second extension on that opt-in page where it says thank you so that way you know if they got to that thank you page that they've opted in well what's beneficial about that is you're gonna to want to target those people differently on Facebook than you would somebody who's just been on your website mm-hmm. because they're more interested. Yep. So say if they end up, if they if you've talked to them and you know that those people have got a quote or whatever your opt-in was, you're gonna market them differently on Facebook than you would somebody who just visited your website. Whether that's an upsell or a cross-sell or whatever, if they got one of your services and you, you wanna offer them another one, you're able to do that from your Facebook pixel. So. Um, you would create an ad. So say somebody did opt in and they bought from you. You can create an ad based on people who have bought from you to upsell them on a different you know, service. Um, and that goes in depth as well. So And that's crazy because think about that. I mean, you can literally start to develop these audiences or groups of people and basically, hey, this audience here is people, yeah, they made it to my website, but they didn't buy anything. So we're gonna target them maybe in a way that we're gonna provide some value to hopefully draw them back in. Where this other group may be somebody who's, hey, they filled out a form, uh, whatever it was, they're, they're obviously somewhat interested in our service. So maybe we're gonna create an ad that targets them differently where now we're trying to close the deal on these people. Exactly. Yeah, it's powerful. Real powerful. Um, the third we'll go into is video views. If you guys aren't doing videos, Facebook ranks videos higher than just a normal post. So if you're not doing Facebook videos, you need to be. And for we'll get into a couple reasons why on retargeting as well. Um, and Facebook Live also. Anything that you do on Facebook that stays in Facebook gets higher recognition. So compared to say you put a YouTube video up and you put it on Facebook, if it takes them, if it takes the user off of Facebook to a separate website, you'll get less traction than if you have a Facebook video Hmm. that keeps them on Facebook. So you need to be doing videos and here's reasons why. When you go to retarget and you're doing an ad on Facebook, you can pick specific videos and you can pick anybody that's viewed your video, but it's not, it goes deeper into that as well. You can go anybody who's watched three seconds of your video, 10 seconds of your video, 50% of your video, so think how powerful that is. If somebody's watched three seconds, they were somewhat interested, but maybe not. Maybe they you know, fell off. But you could maybe give them another value proposition in a separate video. But somebody who's watched more than 50% of your video, they're engaged. So they were, some, they were a lot more interested. So maybe you wanna retarget those video viewers with maybe an upsell or some kind of one of your services to post it on Facebook. And also the cool thing is, um, when you create these custom audiences like we've been talking about, you can also create lookalike audiences. So if you go back to your email campaign and you upload your email campaign, Facebook will pull their information and it will, it's kind of like when you go on and they find you know suggested friends and it's somebody you know. Mm-hmm. They know so much information that they will be able to pull lookalike audiences of your customers. So people who have the same interest, hobbies, whatever they put on Facebook and they will they will implement them into your audience. So now you're not only creating customers that were in your audience, but now Facebook's giving you potential customers into your audience as well. Right, and and you know that they're maybe not 100%, but a high percentage, high 
qualified type people that could buy your services because they're very similar to the people that you've already serviced and that's already in your audience. Correct. Yeah, it's powerful. So basically Facebook is helping you find similar people that are already buying your services and allowing you to market directly to them. Right. Yep. So th those are just a real brief three ways on why Facebook, I mean, we could go, we could sit here for hours going into the depth of it. And, you know, we, some of you guys, you know, might not know or don't know yet, but want to know. And we can definitely do that a separate podcast. But we just wanted to get on here and let you guys know that's just some of the power that Facebook has. Yeah, no, absolutely. So let's dive into Instagram a little bit, um, <clears throat> especially for, I think, the millennial generation. Uh, at least I know for me, I prefer Instagram because it's less busy. Um, I like pictures. I don't like text. And I think even more and more older people are also starting to use it. But how can that transfer to Facebook? Well, Facebook owns Instagram. So if you can build, if you, even if you build an audience on Instagram, you can also create a custom audience on Facebook of your Instagram followers. Right. So that's powerful because one, you can retarget them from Instagram to Facebook, but two, you can also create a lookalike audience of your Instagram followers. So just like on Facebook, when you go on Instagram and it pops up suggested people you may you know want to follow and it's everybody that is in correlation with your life or business or whatever it is, you can retarget those people on Facebook as well too. Yeah, that's powerful. So service companies should really be using both. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. If you can build an audience on as many, you have to think of your clients. Where are your clients going to want? Not all your clients might be on Facebook. Like right there, you might have been a client for somebody, mm -hmm. but you prefer Instagram over Facebook. Right. So don't lose out on opportunities like that because you're not on all platforms. Yeah. Yeah. And people all the time are always asking me like, well, what do I post? And, and I'm talking about organically right now. But like pe people have a hard enough time just posting organically on their business page because they don't know what kind of content to make. They're worried it's not professional enough, whatever it is. Man, people just want to see what is happening throughout your guys' day. And so I always say like, like every cell phone for the most part now has high enough quality photos and videos where you should have literally no excuse on what on not having enough content for your business. Like if you're a tech, you're out, out on a truck, every single day you should be taking a photo of a, sp a specific job you're doing or a customer's home or your truck in front of the house or a short video explaining the job. Like it does not take long. And so there's no excuse to not be doing it. And don't overthink it too. 100%. It doesn't really matter at the end. Like as long as you're posting and they're seeing you, when they get on their Instagram and they see you, that's what matters. It matters more that they thought of you than what the actual post is because you're not going to be able to, you know, the post doesn't really matter. If it's a photo of you, your truck, your house, like they're just seeing you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what I found inside my service company is the organic post, they don't even necessarily uh, reach a ton of outside people. We don't get a ton of new followers off them. Um, they're, what it's all about is just reaching the organic people that either have used our services or friends and family that know that we're in business and just keeps us front of mind. And so it helps with referrals big time. Um, but paid posts, man, that's just where it's at. Like, like you have to understand it's not just about boosting a post. There's so much behind it where you literally, your whole goal is to build an audience. Once you have an audience, it's like a money machine. Yeah. Yeah, just boosting a post will get you, you know, maybe some results, but 
the best way that you're going to see the most results is by creating those custom audiences. And there's a lot more ways you can do those as well. But like I said in the beginning, if you don't, I'm, you might be saying, I don't have an email list of a thousand people that I can upload. I don't have a, a website with a Facebook pixel on it yet. Like I can't, I don't know how to do those or I don't do videos. Like all three of those might not have related to you, but make it a goal. Make make that your goal to be able to, you know, start collecting emails, start sending out those email campaigns, you know, get your Facebook pixel up and running. It does not take long and you can do it. I promise. No, totally. And so let's dive into, and this is something that we're doing right now. A lot of is, uh, YouTube ads, mm-hmm. um, explain kind of how that works. And then we'll backtrack to Facebook again. Cause I want to kind of talk about specific, like, can you market to specific neighborhoods? Can you get that specific in your, your general circle? How does that work? Um, but let's dive into YouTube ads real quick and kind of how those work and how that could be beneficial. Cause when, you know, you've known about them for a long time, but when I started learning about how specific you could get, it's insane. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. YouTube is linked in with Google AdWords. Um, so it's, it's a similar layout of Google AdWords. If you guys have ever been on that, um, whether it's express or AdWords itself, but, it is insane. I mean, we you are able to pick down to a specific video that you want your ad to play on. So you create your ad, your video ad or whatever. You can put it on not only whatever pages you want or channels you want, you can put it on specific videos. So if I wanted to go, if I wanted, you know, service industry marketer to be on the Dirt Hunters YouTube channel, all I have to do is go in there and select the Dirt Hunter. And now anytime a, a channel or a video is played on that channel, our ad will show up before. Yeah, so think how powerful that is. I mean, for our marketing company, you know, we only work with service companies. So when we run ads on YouTube, we're running all of our ads on different guys' channel. Luke the Window Cleaner, Keith Kelfis. Like our ads are popping up on those videos. Why? Because we know the majority of the viewers watching those videos own a service business and they need our services. You cannot get more specific and niche than that. No, and it's pretty cheap too. Yeah, for sure. So and some of you guys might be thinking like, well, what does that look like for me? How, how do I know where like homeowners are or whatever you're doing? Just do it in an area. Do it around your, your customers are on YouTube, like guaranteed. So do it in a, instead of picking a specific channel maybe for you, since you know for us it's all over the you know, world, but for you, pick a location. So that way, anytime people are on YouTube, you know, you're popping up there. Yeah, no, for sure. And maybe there's a business or a chamber in your town that does videos and has a YouTube. Uh, we have some realtors in our town that have a YouTube with a local following advertising their channels. Yep. That's that's a big deal. Yeah, wherever you can find an audience. Yeah. If they have an audience, you can target to them without it being your audience. Right, right. So. Facebook ads, you know, I have guys that are saying, hey, you know, there's gated neighborhoods or maybe there's a zip code and the majority of the neighborhoods are gated. We can't get into, you know, do door hangers or something like that. How specific can you get with Facebook ads? Like if you said, hey, like I want to hit these, you know, five neighborhoods in this zip code. Yeah, you can. You can do a radius around an address. So if you want to pick an address in that subdivision, you can do one, two mile radius around that address. So think how powerful that is. You're running an ad in that subdivision on Facebook for anybody who lives in there. You can do, there's a couple ways you can do on Facebook. You can do anybody who lives in it, anybody like that's driving through it. Mm-hmm. And so if they, you can choose for them to be, they have to live in that circle. Yeah. So you know that they're homeowners in that circle. They're not just like 
you know, it's not Matt coming over to my house and just driving through my sub. He wouldn't get that ad. Right. I would because I live there. Yeah. Yeah. And the powerful thing is, is when you start to think like, wow, like I can market to a specific neighborhood. Well, think deeper. Now you can create an ad that is literally designed for one neighborhood. It, in the ad text, it can say their neighborhood. Or in or the video, you video you're, you're shooting a video at the front of their sub. Yep. It's powerful. Yeah. Or you're doing a, a job in, you know, at a house in one of their neighbors. Yeah, it's one of their neighbors in that neighborhood. Yep. So specific. Yeah, like that person is going to scroll through Facebook and it's going to rec- it's going to be recognizable to them. They're going to stop and watch because they're going to say, that's my sub. Yeah. Powerful. So so a couple things. Uh, obviously, you need to start building an email list. Um, I, I do believe in email campaigns. You're just sending maybe through MailChimp, uh, constant contact, those work for sure. They get opened, but as time goes on, it's being proven that less and less people are reading emails and I'm sure you do it. Cause I know I do. I wake up in the morning, I have 15 emails and 13 of them are junk. I don't even open them. I just, I swipe and they're, they're deleted. It's happening to a lot of your guys' emails, but if you have an email list, then you can plug these emails into Facebook for audiences. You can e- do email campaigns. There's a lot. There's a lot of value behind having somebody's email. And by the way, when you're when you're getting a customer's contact information, you should be trying to collect as much information about them as you can. And this is another reason to have a CRM because now you can keep track of all of this. When you're at their house, and they say, "Oh, uh, this is my dog Lulu," write that in your freaking CRM. The more information you have on that customer, the better. And when you, the bigger you get, the harder it is to, to have every single little detail. But if you're small and you're just getting started, start doing that now because it's powerful. Okay. And the second thing is do not be afraid if you don't, you're like, well, I know videos are important, but I don't have like a nice camera or something like that. Shoot it with your phone. We do that a lot. You know, you guys see big guys like Grant Cardone or Ty Lopez and those guys like, dude, a lot of their ads are shot with a cell phone. Yep. Okay, so do not be afraid that you don't have, you know, the right equipment or maybe you're not that good on camera. Like the more you do it, the better you'll get and you'll be more comfortable. When I first started my YouTube channel, I was like all over the place. But now if I have a a video I want to shoot, it's like one and done. I don't even think about it anymore. That's how you need to be. The more you do it, the more comfortable you'll be and you'll get in the habit of doing it more often. Yep. Yeah. And. You got to think like more in depth to like the e- getting an email. If you're like, well, I'm not doing email campaigns or whatever. Like, it's not just about that. Like with the internet, there's so many more ways to do that. Just like videos. Well, I don't, you know, I don't have many followers on Instagram, so I'm not going to post a video. Yeah. Like it's so much more deep than that. You have to like think about the bigger picture. So yeah, you might not have a ton of followers on Instagram, but like we talked about, you put that video up and now you upload that video to Facebook and you target your not only your small Instagram followers, but the lookalike audience of your Instagram followers. Yep. It's powerful. Yeah, and to be honest, I mean, your organic, how many likes you have, I'm not gonna say it doesn't matter, because it does, it's important for your organic reach. But when you're when you're thinking deeper on a paid level, your organic reach won't even compare. Yeah. The results you get from your organic reach will not compare. And you're gonna create more followers through paid too. 100%. So. The important part is the reason you want to be active on your organic is because when people do find you through your paid ads and they go check out your Facebook page, they want to see a company that's active. If you haven't posted since 2015, you know, it's been three years, but you're running all these paid ads, like could be a little bit of a red flag, right? 
And so it's why it's important to be constantly updating. And guys, it's not hard to be posting once a day. Yeah. Okay. It's not asking a lot. I know guys are saying post two, three, four times a day. You guys don't have time for that. But if you can be active and then you can have somebody help you run your ads on a deeper level behind the scenes, you'll win. Yeah. So wrapping this up kind of, I know it's a short podcast, but we did want to get this out here because we've had probably three calls this week and people just didn't understand the difference. And so we're like, man, let's make a podcast about this because I think it's going to bring value and some education to people and it's kind of going to open some eyes. Um, We're running a special right now for Facebook ads. Uh, We do everything we just told you about and it's 99 bucks a month. It's cheap. I mean, a half a job, a half a job will pay for most of these people's, you know, monthly fee. Uh, that does not include your ad spend. Um, but for a hundred bucks a month, we'll do everything we just talked about for you. So we're not here to sell you anything, but we did want to let you know, we're going to run that special for a week. And if you have interest, shoot us an email at info at service industry marketer.com. And, uh, we'd, you know, love to help you guys out. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right, guys, we're going to jump off here. Hope you guys have an awesome day. If you have any questions, do not hesitate to reach out. And by the way, if you're listening to this on iTunes or wherever you are, please leave us a review and uh, a five-star if you found value in this. And do us a favor, share this with some friends. We do this for free. We're just trying to provide you guys value. We're trying to give back. We're trying to help you win. We're trying to help you, uh, you know, learn more things that, you know, took me years to learn the hard way. And we're doing it all for free. So if you could leave us a review, share this with somebody who needs to hear it, and we would really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, so by the way, if you uh, want to kind of give us some feedback, you can email it, you can put it in the review, whatever you want. If you have any specific topics you guys want to hear about, um, you know, I can't promise we'll go over them. But if we have a general topic that a lot of people are asking us for, uh, we'll definitely do a show on it. And you know, Obviously, if, if we know anything about that, that topic, we will definitely go deep on it. So if you guys have any questions or there's something that you're really wanting to learn about, maybe uh, we do a show on employees or maybe it's a specific type of marketing or whatever it is, let us know. And that way in the future, possibly we can make a show on it. So we hope you guys have an awesome day. Thanks again for listening and we'll talk to you soon.